0: your designers are here i'm anita from cedar hill farmhouse and i'm yvonne from stone gable and i'm kelly from my soulful home and we have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you so let's get started
1: Today is episode 15, Mixing Patterns, and we're going to get right to it today because we are all so excited. We're like kids in the proverbial decorating candy store. We all (laughs) love to talk about mixing patterns. So I'm just going to throw the first question out there without, you know, a lot of ado. Do you girls mix patterns in your decor?
2: Absolutely. I love patterns. And you know, I have neutrals mainly in my house now, so I don't have a lot of patterns now in my home but I adore patterns and there was a time when that's all I bought I wouldn't even buy a solid color it had to be a
0: pattern yeah I'm a mixer too and and I'm really getting to the super fun part of decorating my house now and that's one of the things that i'm doing in fact i've got some um swatches and even i have a couple of napkins that i bought on amazon that i plan oh. on making into pillows mm-hmm. draped over existing pillows on my such sofa right good, now such a good idea such and a I'm good idea loving them they're buffalo mm. check gray mm. and white buffalo check Beautiful. and i had seen buffalo check pillows and i thought oh well you know and i was I love sure. buffalo check Mm -hmm. You know, it adds a little playfulness to my living room, and I'm loving it. So, yes, I'm a mixer. Mm -hmm. So, I'm I'm excited about what we're going to talk about today.
1: Oh, good. And, you know, my house is pretty neutral, but... I think that's because I love so many colors and so many patterns it just gets a little overwhelming to me because I love it all and it's so so nice to talk to somebody or con- consult with somebody about their house um, because I can vicariously live a uh, patterned life through them <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun that way and I think a lot of designers are like that you know they Ooh, they yeah. just love everything so much that they can just uh, do their best and hand it off to somebody else and they get a little bit of a lift from that. Um, Why do you mix patterns in your home? What do patterns do for your
2: house? I think they just add so much visual interest and pop and personality and as much as I I mean I love the neutrals and the whites and the just the solid colors because they are very calming but those patterns just add liveliness to a room so I do love having you know at at least some in a
1: room because Mm. they just they're I don't know it just visually it's such a feast it's just like makes you swoon doesn't it just even talking about oh this. yeah I, oh. <laughs> i'm feeling like i'm getting the vapors i yes. know i know i know patterns decorating patterns and mixing them is so swoon worthy
0: <laughs> well i think it adds real depth to the room and done the right way it can really help you create the flow because you can have the patterns and then you can repeat them throughout the room in other elements like rugs and whatnot. Maybe not necessarily the exact pattern, of course, but the colors. And mm-hmm. that can help your eye flow through the room. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've talked about before really wanting to achieve that flow. And I so I think that mixing patterns allows you to do that. And, hey, when you mix patterns, you can have, you know, more more fabrics and that's uh, you know and that's really fun as <laughs> yes, someone who is. loves interior decorating you know you don't have to be stuck with one one set of you know six pillows that match mm-hmm. um you know which is a look um, and but I think you know obviously today we're talking about mixing and I think that really is a great way to go for almost
1: everyone and when you're talking about mixing patterns you can really infuse your personality into your room by the colors and the patterns you choose and the way you mix them together. It says a lot about who you are and I think that's one of the reasons I love mixing patterns so much. Uh, Today we're going to talk about, we're going to get right into um, the rules or a formula or a recipe um, for mixing patterns and there's so many variations to um, this formula to mix patterns. Um, We're not going to really talk to like experts the expert decorator today we want to focus on the beginner and intermediate and give you some real um, tangible rules that you can follow that will give that get you mixing patterns like a pro and I'm just gonna say them really quickly and then we're going to discuss them and we're going to talk about um, these rules that give you harmony and complement one another and, and they don't compete the first rule is um, using colors, having a multicolored pattern. The second one is very scale. The third one is use texture. The fourth one is repeat and repeat pattern. And I'd also like to maybe throw a fifth one in there and we're going to call it using geometrics because um, using geometric patterns or stripes or bold checks gives your room a little more of a contemporary look. So we're going to go back and we're going to talk about um, the first Number one in our formula or our recipe for mixing patterns, and you know you think it's a it's hard to do because we're talking about it and you're not getting a good visual of it. But I'm hopeful. Hopefully, we can make our our words colorful enough and lively enough that you can see what we mean. And we also have a um, Pinterest board that you can actually see a lot of examples. We we've chalked it pretty full of both not only um, home decorating but also some fashion as well because I think there's a lot of crossover between the two when we talk about I love that board it's just full of life and it's just so lively I love all the patterns yeah and we'll have that in the show notes Mm -hmm. so let's go back girls and talk about our the very first number one rule um, or part of the recipe is using a um, color multicolored. I think
0: that you should Use multicolor, but I like to limit it to about three to five colors, an odd number of colors, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and have when you're then when we're talking about the scale of the patterns and whatnot, you're going to have a differing amount of the color in each one of the um, fabrics that you're selecting. So I, you know, I don't like too much of a you know like sort of a crayola box look Mm -hmm, so I like to limit it to about three to five colors you know one pattern may have all you know five colors in it or all three colors and maybe the other one only has one or two of the colors in it that I like to have uh, a limited palette with the color that's good yeah and
2: I I would agree with a limited palette and I'm also going to add to that the more uh, uncomfortable you feel if you feel like you're a novice and this just doesn't feel like something that you're comfortable with then hone in and just limit your colors even more yeah. the more you limit the
1: color selections the easier it's going to be to do Ooh, it. good advice Anita and when we're talking about multi-colored patterns I think of florals things that are sort of organic mm-hmm. even a multi-colored stripe would be something um, and when we're talking about that it's it's a uh, something that has movement or it's from nature or has a swirl to it and we want to use that pattern as a jumping off point mm-hmm. for your for mixing um, your patterns the next one let's talk about varying scale
2: yeah I think you don't want everything to be the same scale uh, so we did talk about having three different sizes of uh patterns. So I think you want a large, a medium, and a small. And that to add to that is when you have this big splashy pattern, not to put it too much in your room.
0: Yeah, I think that you should have in there and about 60% of your pillows or the fabrics that you're going to be using should be the medium size. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have thirty percent is the small pattern and then the remaining ten percent should be your pop your wow the big bold pattern so when we're saying scale we're talking about you know the size of the pattern in the fabric so you might have you know ten percent may may ultimately be just one pillow and that might have the big bold floral or the big bold abstract or the big bold geometric and then the others in the 60 and the 30 will be the supporting players
1: to that Mm -hmm. and we're when we're talking about scale we're talking about how the patterns relate to one another and i always think of it like this you can have either a large something large and geometric like a a greek key or a stripe or a chevron or a check or a lattice and plus an organic Mm -hmm. um again a an ecot, a botanical, a paisley, something with birds in it, tropical, twill, something like that, plus a small scale pattern that is going to act when it's placed far away. You're not going to look at it from, like you do a swatch, six inches, eight inches away. You're going to look at it, you know, maybe eight feet away, that this small pattern is going to almost look like it could pass for a solid. Yeah. And I use the... You can flip the, the, um, the uh, organic and the geometric. You can either do a large organic with a medium geometric and a small um, pattern, or you can use a large geometric with a medium organic and a small pattern. The- so that's a really good way to think of that
2: the other thing I would like to add on these uh, different size prints I'm gonna say that the pattern that's the most complex our 10% accent the one that's big and splashy and bold and multicolor I think that's the one that you're gonna choose first because once you have that big splashy one it's a lot easier to find a uh, smaller m- more simple patterns to go with that
0: big splashy one good point Anita I like that too so and normally a small little pattern wouldn't be like, "Wow, that's my inspiration for this <laughs> exactly. whole thing." You know, it gets lost. You're It'll like, just wow, get lost." I love this fabric and i need to figure out how to use it you know mm-hmm. so normally mm-hmm. uh, you know naturally i guess but that's an excellent point to um get across to our listeners mm-hmm. that you know that and that's more fun you start with that big one and then you build it in like you know if you mm-hmm. were casting a play you'd probably start with your leading lady and then mm-hmm. you would do the chorus you wouldn't do it the opposite way
1: although so you want to make say- your uh, you want to make your big pattern your star yeah you don't want to you use start- your baby gingham check as right. a star right that's, and then that's
0: your that's yeah. your jumping spot you yeah, so start absolutely. there and you go yeah and the thing i wanted
2: to point out about this is your 60 30 10 rule because i think when i first started working with patterns i always felt like my sofa should be the big accent pattern and so this is a good point this 10 percent. so be thinking about mm-hmm. these percentages Good point. And
1: you really brought up something so interesting. You know, we have to consider where you put your pattern as well, mm-hmm. how you mix it and what you want your room, what what you want to be seen in your room. I don't necessarily want my sofa to be the star. You know, I sort of want it to be harmonious and blend in. I I really like a solid-colored sofa, a a lighter sofa. Um, But, you know, a great accent chair is wonderful to put that pattern on that you love. Or, you know, a nice big pillow. Should we Um, talk
2: about how we can add the patterns? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, I know your favorite way, Yvonne, is...
0: Pillows. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I Sorry, feel like I, I can't say that because I'm just like, I actually <laughs> like, I had a comment. <laughs> this is so cute. I actually had a comment from our readers when we were talking about finding your style and how, how how to use, you know, things that are your style. And she screamed. She said, I'm driving in the car listening to your podcast screaming, pillows, pillows, pillows. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind of girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I think that when you're when you're thinking about um, mixing patterns, it's a good place to start is pillows. You know, that's a really good place to learn how to mix these patterns.
0: Yeah, well, when when we talk about mixing patterns, my mind goes to you know square and lumbar. Like I am thinking pillow the whole time because I I also have my larger pieces are neutral and I really like decorate that way as Mm -hmm. we've discussed before Mm -hmm. I think we all do that but yeah an accent chair pow you know bring it in pull out the even if you did your wow you know Mm on the seat of a of a chair that maybe is caned backed or something like that so Mm -hmm. it's just a little pow and then you've got the pillow with the pow on the sofa and on the other side of the room you've got this chair and so the the pow is now on a horizontal plane and you're carrying it around, and there you're getting your flow. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we should talk about
1: some commitment issues, too. Well, before, it, before we oh. can, I just tell you that in my family room, my family room is very neutral, very casual, like upscale casual. I have um, slip, white slip covers, and I ha- we were looking for a chair. And I loved this. It was a huge, I mean, very big, taupe and white houndstooth pattern and it, you know my husband came with me and he said like oh are you sure you want that pattern because it was so big and I just thought no I think the room could handle it because mm-hmm. it's that balance that one big pow I didn't want it on my sofa but on a chair fine and when I get when I get tired of it and get tired of the chair and the chair is very um, being very used very hard I can just get rid of that there you go well mm-hmm. what I was going to say
2: is that uh, let's say you do have a commitment issue and you think I love this but I'm not sure I'm going to love this pattern for very long then that that's a great pattern to put on a pillow or a throw something mm-hmm. that you can easily move out mm-hmm. if you uh, decide that you know the relationship is over
0: <laughs> that's, oh, that's yeah. a good point point. and it can be seasonal too you know mm-hmm. I mean i I've sometimes said, oh, now it's springtime. I'm going to bring out this set of pillows, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, you know, I had sets of pillows for, um, well, we don't have really deep, dark winter here, but definitely a winter set and sort of a summery spring set Mm -hmm. uh, in our former house. And I'll probably end up doing a similar thing here and mixing it out just, and so then
1: you can have a little seasonal accent either through the texture or the fabrics and the patterns. Well, okay, we've talked about now colors Mm -hmm. and patterns. Um, How to vary scale. And now let's get into texture. Because texture is a very, very important part of mixing patterns as well. Can I talk about my furry pillows? Oh, now's the time you can (laughs) talk about. You know, this isn't a pillow um, episode, but we have to do one. But pillows are such a great way to begin when we add um, different Types of patterns and especially texture. So we need a you take it from here. Well, I'm just
2: so in love with these. If you've been on my uh, my blog, Cedar Hill Farmhouse, I've been talking about these furry accent things. And so, I got a furry footstool. Oh, I and love it. I saw I that. It. I love it. So, it's not just pillows, but you can add mm-hmm. this texture with throws, a, you know, a furry rug. Mm-hmm. Again, there's so many faux pieces now. I have the footstool, the rug that I'm using as a throw, but there's also throws and pillows. And they, they, come, they have them now in pinks and grays and blues and, and whites. I mean, there's just so many different colors, but I'm mm-hmm. really in love with that texture, and you can mix it with some patterns, and it just adds so much um, personality it, to the It room. does, and
1: they need a, that's big texture.
2: Yes, well, that's a that's right, but mm-hmm. it's texture, so that's true. You don't have to go, that's kind of uh, toward, you know, one end, but you can certainly add mm-hmm. smaller doses of texture with something maybe more like a nubby kind of homespun linen or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some sort of linen, fact, or velvet. You know, there's
1: so many different ways you can add the texture. And, y- you know, you brought up such a good point. When we think about adding texture as part of mixing patterns in in whatever we do we really need to think about not like using like a silk and another sort of Mm -hmm. shiny fabric together or everything all cotton Mm -hmm. it looks very bland yes it, it looks um very sort of stale and not not pleasing to the eye because you really want to mix something like a silk with a linen, a chenille with a cotton, Mm -hmm. um, uh, something fuzzy uh, and uh, faux fur with something that is a little more um, refined and that just gives such a a contemporary look first of all but it also gives like a depth to your room all right yeah, now, and
0: yvonne has some of those um sweater pillows i think that you had a post on those and yeah i made it? those they were really yeah. easy to make i have a couple from etsy as well and then uh, they're great and they add so much texture
1: Yeah, texture's a very important part of the mix, and a lot of people who are just beginning to mix patterns don't think about that. Alright, and we did sort of touch on repeated patterns, that's number five, Mm -hmm. and it's really important that when you are mixing patterns in a room that you repeat some of it some somewhere else other let's say you have an accent chair Um, you're going to take something from that and you're going to repeat it maybe in a pillow or you know it's a neat place to repeat it if you get like an old crate or a tray you can line the bottom of it oh great idea with fabric and and you can put things on top of it to make a vignette. And it's almost like a hidden way that just mm. hints at that pattern in a room. Oh, row. I like that.
2: And you know what else I've been playing around with lately are these beautiful papers. That I think they're for I don't know in the craft store, but I guess they're for the old cr- scrapbooks. But mm-hmm. I found some amazing gold. Uh, it's like got a gold background and these floral, a uh, floral also on the gold. And I've used that to make uh, some small things for the house, like little. Um, just used a coffee can and put that around it and made this beautiful, very, you know, trendy uh, pencil holder. It's oh, really yes. mm, yeah. nice. Yeah, or just even a piece to put in a bookshelf. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or you could wrap your books
1: with some sort of paper Mm -hmm. and put it in your bookshelves just to add a little, you know, just a little pattern to the room. And, you know, talk about um, wrapping books. That is one of my big decorating secrets sort of that I do. I I wrap my books in burlap, and it gives such a nice texture. And you sort of don't know it's in the room. Mm -hmm. It's very subtle, but yet it pleases the eye, and that's really what we want to do.
0: And while we're talking about repeat, you know there's the repeating of the the pattern of the throughout the room and the mixing, but there's also repeat in a swatch or repeat oh. in. <laughs> pattern. Yes. Either be fabric or wallpaper. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you need to be careful when you're picking from a swatch Mm -hmm. uh, and then you're going to order some yardage and maybe you're going to cover a chair or make some pillows. Uh, You have to make sure that you're getting the full picture. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was really little, I my mom and dad saved up for it was our first house and they saved up to buy a sofa and I Ooh, remember going to this little furniture store with my mom and we spent it seemed like maybe a week in there you know together and it was a hot <laughs> summer muggy New York day and I was sitting on all these sofas and she's looking through all these books with this man and she finally finds the one she wants and she's so excited and we walk out and I think she put you know a deposit down and and then about i don't know six weeks or so go by and the couch is arriving and it's the sofa is coming through the door and my mother's so excited and she looks and she gets this like crazy deer in the headlights look (laughs) in her eyes and she's like this is not my sofa my sofa doesn't have birds on it oh oh, no oh And there was nothing for me to sit on, to watch TV. You know, I was oh, looking forward to this. stuff. so you mean it went back? Did I didn't care what it? it had on it. So, well, did so did in she other words, keep the it? swatch
1: did not no. have the birds. The
0: swatch did not have oh, all my these, like, pokey-baked oh, <laughs> <laughs> birds on it. And there were birds everywhere. I don't, they must have got uh-huh. the swatch from a corner. Well, no, my mom, you know, my mom was super young. I don't think she just, you know, she she wasn't the kind of person who was going to be like, take that thing out of my house. And she'd been waiting for it. And I think part of it, she didn't oh want to admit God. that she had purchased, you know, a, a big giant couch with like, I, I don't know, this giant flock of birds on it and so, so kelly if
2: mm-hmm. your mom were on the our podcast that would be oh my mom blunt. would love to be on our podcast
0: takeaway so that would have made it to our blunders episode don't you think mm-hmm. oh yes uh. that would have been one of my mom's blunders i mean maybe <laughs> oh, that was the only goodness. one she ever made but yeah but the birds came and they they nested and they lived in our living room for a long time we all <laughs> oh, got used to my. them but yeah that's a good lesson oh, i mean you funny. know I did remember she ever come to love the birds I think she came to um, coexist. With okay. The okay. <laughs> there was
1: peace. There was p- peace reigned in your home. Uh, yes. Okay. yes so just a little <laughs> chirping. But yeah. All right. So we've talked about, let's review again. Um, multicolors, colored patterns, very mm-hmm. scale, use mm-hmm. texture, repeat patterns. And then I'm just going to throw this one in. For Ooh. a contemporary look, and we're talking about harmony, um, mm-hmm. finding harmony and mixing patterns right now, add a geometric. I love stripes. I love yeah, them. Or, and yeah. and the
2: checks. We've talked about the buffalo checks mm-hmm. and smaller checks. Uh, you know, very French. I hate
0: look. stripes. I
2: just want to say, oh, I'm going oh really? Out there. Well, like it big, on the stripes. Stripes. You don't don't like big bold I stripes? stripes. I don't know oh. why I hate stripes.
0: I don't like stripes in clothing. I just don't like stripes. I like you know. I respect that they're nice and clean and lines mm-hmm. looking. But I just am not a stripes girl. Mm. Well, okay. It, well,
1: even I can, if you well, don't work like on that. stripes, when you are mixing patterns think about really going with a very cool geometric they're really on trend right now okay well and i think it depends on the stripe there's some ugly stripes out there but there's plenty of really (laughs) good looking ones too I know, mm-hmm. you're putting like,
2: mm-hmm. it's a
0: stripe. It's like a line. How could it be ugly? But I, you know, it's like, <laughs> or how could be great? But it's.
1: You're I don't just know. not a linear thinking person. There, there you, you go. go. Well, she's I feeling know. like it's boxing her in or something. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'd like to take the circuitous route. What about now? I've seen in the last few years a very interesting type of mixing patterns. And I don't really know what to call it other than you've seen mixings of patterns that. That don't look quite harmonious to your eye. They have some harmony, but there's some tension. Mm, and when I'm talking to about it. tension, if you hold, if you'd hold two pieces of fabric up, you'd think, "Ooh, they don't go." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I've I'm saying? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do
0: that in fashion too, where you think that doesn't go at all. Very I, big in fashion right now. Yeah, yeah, I, think, and I think I like the juxtaposition of things. Mm-hmm. I, I, but to me, it's a more a subtle juxtaposition where there's you know some nubby, nubby, nubbiness next to something that's smooth and silky. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I do too. Mm-hmm. Then I'm not a big fan of just going. Well, breaking the bold. rules, basically, but yeah. it, but it's almost like the breaking the rules just to break the rules. Like yeah, sometimes exactly, when I look at exactly. some of those things in the magazines, and I think they just you know someone just had a bunch of pills and they dumped them on there, and there was no no purpose there, or you're just trying to push the envelope so far. But I don't mm-hmm. really want tension on my sofa. Oh, I want to relax. I think some people do really like that. I mean, they <laughs> tend to be very bold, very they
1: probably strong like stripes
0: too. I don't like stripes. well,
1: you know, oh. and actually, <laughs> uh, I, I'm sort of one of those people because it's almost at first it was like watching a train wreck. Like you can't take your <laughs> eyes off of it. And then I tried to figure out what makes this work. Mm. And I came up with a few things. Oh, I, I want Yeah, they start with the rules that we were talking about. Multicolored, texture, varying scale, repeating mm-hmm. pattern. They're big, big, big into a lot of geometrics. Um, but also they use Um, like black and white stripes i'm finding that horizontally with a different color of um, of floral or an organic and they're they're bold stripes and and not not a shy and retiring floral or organic sort of a bold as well or mixing stripes with another um, geometric that has a lot of white space in it and I think Mm -hmm. that's beautiful and you can see that on on our um, Pinterest board we'll put that again on our show notes I like that polka dots have been used almost like they're a neutral and I think and and I just think that's so beautiful and animal prints and I am wild haha no pun intended I know no 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 it just (laughs) came right down. out okay, uh, animal on. prints at i'm just wild over them mm-hmm. and they're used as almost a neutral too so yes, oh, i mean they the are a neutral they rare. remember the mm-hmm. whole animal classic the mm-hmm. leopard phase was that when was that
0: like 10 oh, years ago everybody yeah, had yeah leopard absolutely print, everything mm-hmm. Wait, but i, I just I th- I think it's funny in the magazines, because that happens every couple of years, where it was like, oh, animal prints, and animal mm-hmm. prints, sc- socks, and scarves, and mm-hmm. boots, and pillows, and, and rugs, I mean, I, animal prints are classics.
1: In decor, yeah, absolutely, I so, so agree with you, they're beautiful, but to get this tension, I've really been sort of pulling apart, what is it that makes them work with that tension, Mm-hmm. and that those, those are the things i've come up with no um, i think you're right you've hit it even yeah. if you're going to do that it's got to
0: be it's got to be really good you can't mm-hmm. can't get away with it because it's kind of like oh yeah that's nice you know because it's like wow so you've got to nail it and some you sometimes do. when i'm seeing it it they're not getting close to hitting mm-hmm. the mark and it just looks like some pillows that don't go together mm-hmm. or you know a, some fabrics in a room that don't go together but um, when they but nail yes, it it's when, worth
1: looking at. Yeah, there's a couple on the mm-hmm. Pinterest board that I saw that are really good. I put up a couple this morning, actually fashion, that Lots I thought were so well oh, done anyway. together. And, you know, I look at this new, uh, we'll call it sort of new type of mixing patterns, like modern art. Hmm. You know, I, I the first time I went to the Guggenheim, some modern art I think is so awesome, and others I'm thinking like, oh, I could do, you know, not mm-hmm. only could I do it, like when my kids were little, my kids could have done it. And have you noticed too, back, uh, you know, uh, maybe 20 years ago,
2: it seemed like if you wanted a rug, all. Your only choices were the orientals that were had lots of saturated colors and just very mm-hmm. heavy, you know, lots of pattern. And now I love that we have so many rug choices that are simpler. And so it's so much easier to work with them and mixing in other patterns. Because mm-hmm. I remember seeing so many times where there would be an oriental rug and the patterns in the room just didn't even seem to
1: in any way work with the it's oriental or, yes. rug. Yes. Oh, right. and don't you think they were limited to a certain color palette as well yes yeah. yes so yeah. i mean, it, I love all these for the most part
2: i love all the patterns that we've got now mm-hmm. there's so many because i prefer a simple patterned rug i prefer a two-color rug and it's so much easier to find them these days
1: <sighs> we're talking my love language rugs and pillows rugs <laughs> we and gotta pillows do a, we gotta do an episode <laughs> on rugs <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely I know. so we're seeing these two camps of mixing patterns the uh, the I will call it tried and true, uh, lots of harmony, complementing something that looks so beautiful to your eye and it 's really not hard to attain and then this new kind of mixing patterns that can be equally as beautiful if done well where there's where there is some or even sometimes a great deal of tension and it doesn't maybe at first looks so wonderful to your eye until you really start looking at it Um, girls let's do this let's uh, give uh, just a few tips to, to end our, because we're almost out of time here, to end our um, edition, or episode 15, um, and I'll, I'd like to start. Don't be too matchy-matchy. Mm. I like that one. I'm going to say, try going to a fabric
2: store or a store that sells pillows, and play around with the patterns, and see what you oh. can come up with, and have a lot of fun, and if you're at the fabric store, bring a bunch of those swatches home and play
1: mm-hmm. with them. That's an excellent, excellent tip. Go to a store like a Goods, a Pier 1, mm-hmm. and they have tons of pillows. Nobody's oh, yeah. going to know that you're you're just playing with them. <laughs> Get the pillows out and see what <laughs> kind of patterns you can come up with. And unfortunately, hard. in my case, I would have a cart full to take home. <laughs> right, or but, they might hire you because you're so good at it. <laughs> that, that, hey, that's right. It may, may be a new job for you.
0: Uh, my I'm thought not, is this. If you... Um, if you want to go the really inexpensive route mm-hmm. find some tea towels or some uh, napkins that you love the pattern of and you know, lots of times napkins come in a in pillow sizes mm-hmm. and learn to make an envelope pillow I'm going to do it with these buffalo check napkins and I think there were six for twelve dollars so you know that's a you know what wow. I, a I found deal. along yeah. those
2: lines Kelly I one time found some bandanas and they were all twall but Ooh. I guess the, the, the oh, banan- yeah. bandana store. I want to be in that cowboy group. <laughs> I, I, know, I, well, I, I was, love it. I was buying them to use as napkins for a party we had at the farm, and I saw the toile, and I'm thinking, hello, country French. And yes. of course, the people <laughs> buying <laughs> bandanas were not appreciating the toile. So they were marked 50% off. So I oh nabbed, like, I think all of the ones that they I have. I think I have 60. So those would be great,
1: too, <laughs> for pillows. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hey, well, send I had some a, our away. I had a big party. Mm-hmm. I needed a lot of napkins. Yeah. Oh. And see, that was that's such an that's such a clever idea. Look for napkins. Mm-hmm. And Kelly's gonna show you how to make a pillow out of it. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah I actually them. think I might venture into the zipper realm I am you know, I've been
0: an envelope girl for a while. I mm-hmm. think I'm gonna, I think I'm ready mm-hmm. to try mm-hmm. a zipper. okay So I'll let you guys know how that goes. Yeah, please well, do. Well, you know,
1: we've talked a lot about mixing patterns, giving you our our formula or our recipe for how to mix patterns. We've talked about harmony and tension, um, polka dots, black and white stripes, animal prints, and so we c- covered a lot today. But if you want to see it, if not just mm-hmm. hearing it, but if you want to see it, we will definitely in the show notes give you the um, place where you can see it on our um, Pinterest boards.
2: Okay, remember, we're here to inspire
0: you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey there, if you're loving our podcast like we're loving our podcast, we would love you to rate and review us. Head to iTunes to do that. It's easy and it would mean so much to us. And if you do rate and review us, we're going to enter you to win a fantastic giveaway. The details for the giveaway are in the show notes for this episode. And you can find the show notes at decoratingtipsandtricks.com.